The Northern Cape is taking nature-based tourism to new heights, literally and figuratively. This week, a first-of-its-kind nature-based tourism experience was launched in the Northern Cape. The Via Ferrata, or the Iron Trail, is an iron cable installed along the cliffs of the magnificent Oerlokskloof Gorge, which allows tourists to walk safely along sheer rock faces as part of a unique tourism experience. The Via Ferrata is on Papkelsfontein Guest Farm on the Bockefell Plateau near Nivoteville in the Northern Cape. So it will be the first of its kind tourism experience in the Northern Cape. And we're catching up today with people from Papkelsfontein Guest Farm to hear what has the excitement been like since the launch. The Via Ferrata, the Iron Trail, is the brainchild of the Endangered Wildlife Trust Senior Conservation Manager, Corbus Turon, who said this nature-based experience allows people to experience the magnificent landscape and abundant biodiversity in an unforgettable way. We are of the opinion that it will attract more visitors to the area, which firmly positions the district as an all-year-round nature destination. Papkelsfontein is a commercial sheep and rooibos tea farm with outstanding sustainable land management and conservation practices. So it makes sense that Via Ferrata is positioned here because it will continue to con contribute to diversifying income streams on the farm and in addition extending the tourism season beyond the traditional flower season for which the area is so famous. It also ensures that the tourism economy is even more widely spread throughout the year, which has positive impact. This really is a fantastic collaboration between the owners of the Pup Kells Fontaine Guest Farm, which is the Van Beek family, the Endangered Wildlife Trust Drylands Conservation Programme, the Department of Agriculture, the Department of Environment, Land Reform and Rural Development, it was funded by the Table Mountain Fund and was constructed by Venture ZA's Justin Lawson. For more information on the Via Ferrata or how to book, please contact info at pubkelsfontaine.com. So we chatted earlier a little bit about the Iron Trail and we talked about Pubkelsfontein and the fact that this is the site that actually hosts and houses the Iron Trail. And I'm very pleased today to be joined by Alri van Veek. She is part of the van Veek family, who are now sixth generation on the farm. And I was very excited to hear that it is a family business and that everybody has responsibilities in the value chain. So Alri, I just want to know, uh, firstly, welcome. It's great to have you with us. I just want to know who does what on the farm and who all is involved in the operations of the farm. Thank you, Janet. Uh, hello, everybody. It's lovely to chat with you all today. So, yeah, we are a small family farm. Our farm is situated on the Bockefeld Plateau, 23 kilometers south of um, Nivoteville in the Northern Cape. And... When I got married to Yaku, he, who is the sixth generation farmer on our sheep and rebels farm, I got into the business of a family-run ecotourism farm. So my mother-in-law, Marie Hitt, she's the 
business side and I've had big shoes to fill <laughs> when I got married to Yaku and Absolutely. she started this business. Like yeah. <laughs> she started this tourism business in the 80s already when they mm-hmm. realized what a wonderful biodiversity Nivertville has. And so dad semi-retired, his name is Willem, and we keep him busy. Don't think he can sit back and have his coffee every day and just stoop because he <laughs> takes our guests out on farm drives. And he's the one that really started this whole passion for conservation farming in his um, years on the farm. And Together on this farm trips, he, he shares his love for the nature of our area, the absolute biodiversity of Nivertville, as we are Fainbos, Renosterfeld, Sakilinkaru, and Dollarite, all four soil types in a 20-kilometer radius. That's why Nivertville is known as the bulb capital of the world. Can you believe it? <laughs> Amazing. I'm, I'm then, so excited course, to hear yeah. that the family works together. I love that that Willem is yeah. kept out of mischief yes. uh, and kept <laughs> busy doing these farm trips. And I love that you're being mentored by somebody who has more than a 20 or 30-year track record in the tourism sector. How lucky are you? Janet, I must tell you the one story. So when I got married, I did computer programming. So I never in my life, I thought I would come to a small farm, a family-run farm. And when I got here, I found out I must make food for people. Now, remember, wow. from a computer the to food. we do for love, eh? The things we do for love. <laughs> and I will never forget the first time one of my guests requested a souffle cheese omelet. Oh, I that sounds delicious. Here. I ran to the telephone that was still a landline those days. And I phoned my mother-in-law and I'd say, please tell me, how do you make a souffle omelette? <laughs> so that was one of the first recipes she had to give me over a phone. <laughs> and there was no Google there. No Google, no Pinterest. Can you believe it? Well, so on our honeymoon. Why, why the family heritage is so important and you're so blessed. To actually be, yes. be surrounded by the tradition bearers, exactly, which is Mariette yeah. and Willem, uh, it's and really quite special. Just to tell you, we are 130 kilometers from our nearest big town where we do shopping. So every house on a farm's got a pantry So where you walk in. So that was the other lesson I had to learn is how to plan a pantry because you can't just quickly go to the shop if you don't have something. <laughs> Exactly. So my husband is the the, the sixth generation on the farm. So he's the working farmer and he farms Mm -hmm. with robust tea. And then we have SA Mutton Merino um, combined with Duany. So that is for the wool concept on our farm here. And then we have a little bit of olives on the farm and we do some preserving. My dad, Willem, does the preserving and we do a little bit of oil. And for my ladies that works for me for years now on the farm, when it's a bit quiet on the farm, we do a lot of preserving. 
so our guests can come enjoy um, homemade preserve things when they got, get onto the farm. That sounds wonderful. So and there's my, sheep farming. Yes. There's rooibos, and that's obviously some of it is for export, right? So rooibos, we supply our local market, and obviously they do export, yes. And Nivertville is the furthest place on the um, range where rooibos comes forth. So Fainbos was here. It grows here wild. Did you know that? No idea. Yeah. I'm so yes. out there. I'm so jealous yeah. of the photos that I saw from the educational. We love to share the love of conservation of people because if you don't tell people about something, they won't care about it. So we exactly. like to share, share the passion for looking after your land where you are. And, and I uh, believe that people, the more passionate you are, the more passionate you make the people around you because they then get to understand and they share that vision and that passion with you. That's exactly. And that is one of our goals, to make people passionate passionate about nature. And for just for instance, do, do you know about the um, speckled dwarf tortoise? No, you have to tell us. It sounds absolutely cute. <laughs> Please tell us about it. We are in the process of doing research on the speckled dwarf tortoise in collaboration with EWT and Turtle Conservation. So it is a small little dwarf tortoise and it only mates once a year and only makes one egg. Can you believe it? Wow. (laughs) And it's very, very scarce, very scarce. And we are so fortunate on um, having discovered a whole colony on our farm. So we are very excited about that. Isn't that amazing? And I'm so glad that they are in your competent care because the community of tortoises will definitely grow, even though they are growing at at a slow pace annually. But at least they're going to be well taken care of. Now, what so, I know is that it's a protected yes. environment. You're working with EWT. Yes. What are some of the other things that one can do when one visits Pupkale's Fontaine? So what we do offer people to come to the farm is farm stays that we have. You, we have different types of accommodation. We've got three stone cottages, which is old, restored, original buildings from the farm those days. And... Then we have two other farm sites as well with a bit more modern and also a very old building on another farm, Mikey's Fontaine Historic Vath. So it's not the Mikey's Fontaine where in the, is it Eastern Cape, Southern Cape? (laughs) It is a, a farm called Mikey's Fontaine. And yeah, something different for everybody's taste. And then we do dinners, homemade food from the farm kitchen. And we traditionally serve lamb because we farm Mm. with lamb. So we try to, yeah, from the farm to your your plate. And, um, yeah, just to be local is lacquer, you know. (laughs) I agree 100%. Yeah. And then 
we've got the accommodation covered, we've got your food covered, and then, of course, the peace and quiet on this farm, where you can really experience to be relaxed, cut off from the hustle and bustle, and then, of course, we do have, when you're relaxed enough, you can do some adventure activities on the farm. Um, We got from mountain bike routes, five mountain bike routes that you can do, If you don't want the hassle of bringing your bike with, we do rent out bikes as well. And then we have the farm drives that you can do with Willem. So out of season, we do the sand rock art that's on the farm. Oh, that's amazing. Yes, we do the geological part of the farm and also the fauna and flora. And of course, Um, In August and September, which is our high season, we do the flowers. So he then takes you to the specific bulbs. So you can really experience the different species that our area has to offer. I think it's about 1,300 species that you have here. Amazing. Yes, can you believe it? And then, of course, we have hiking trails um, on the farm and... Yeah, you're just nice and alone on the farm. I think and, it's perfect uh, for thinking time. You yes, know, yes. Reset and you strategizing. So corporate getaways for sure. Then we have the lovely Via Verata, Janet. I know, and I'm so excited about that. <laughs> the, have you done the Via Verata? Let me ask. Well, I must tell you that I've got. I think this. The thing is, I've got a, f- a fear of heights, and um, I did it three times already. Oh, my goodness. And I did the swing. Oh, so wow. that must tell you something, that somebody that's afraid of heights did it. <laughs> well, that's a good advert because, because I also am afraid of heights, and I was just wondering what you were going to say, whether you managed yes. to overcome that fear of heights and what happened. And you said you also did the swim. So you basically jump off that height and do the swim. The, the swing, the swing. Sorry, my English. Ah, the swing. Okay, the yes. swing. Wow. So, so you, I'm you, in awe of you, honestly. So, so you are locked in on a cable that you can never leave without the guide unlocking you from the cable. And you walk. It's really a walk. It's an accessible um, experience for people that's not experienced in rock climbing and you must only be mobile you know that's mm. the thing you don't need to be fit <laughs> you just <laughs> need to be able to to bend a bit <laughs> yes. and then you walk at your own pace and then at the end there's the option if you would like <clears throat> to do it to swing off the edge so I wow. think the, the drop is about 90 to 100 meters high, yeah, that you go over the edge. Sounds very exciting. It sounds it like is, one of those know, bucket list items that one must definitely do. And yeah. the fact Janet, that you're telling me yeah. that you've done it yeah. makes me feel very empowered <laughs> and excited because it's doable. And, you know, what is so amazing when you – at that edge, at that canyon, um, you are in the furthest northern part of the Table Mountain Fainbos Range. 
Oh, really? That's interesting. I didn't know that it extended. Yes. So oh. you learn a bit about this beautiful Feinbos, which is really old, and and you don't expect it. You're in between the Huntam and the Bockefeld and the Karua. You've got this beautiful Feinbos area. It's Table Mountain sandstone where you can see the evidence of that there was a glacier on top of this plateau, which is about 50 meters high. Um, the glacier pavement, you, there's place that you can see on at Nivertville and with all the sediment that layers that you can see in the, the rock. It's absolutely beautiful. I'm just excited to come out to you guys and I'm sure that our listeners are also very excited to come and check it out. I see that you are on Instagram and Facebook and we'll certainly go and look. I have the most amazing photos and videos from Northern Cape Tourism which they have sent me and uh, I'm super excited. I'm really so thrilled that you found something you know, to add value to the farm experience and that you've been able to create a different income stream that you're so committed to tourism in the area that, you know, you're growing and growing, Audrey. I mean, a family legacy, six six generations long. And I think that you are, you are doing not, you're not doing too bad a job of filling those big shoes. <laughs> Janet, thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity just to reach out to people and tell them about new things to do in South Africa. You are doing an amazing job. And, you know, the, this is only the third Via Verata in South Africa. Wow. Where are the other the, two, just out of interest? Yes, the other two are in Drakensberg, and they are mm -hmm. quite extreme. They are not guided where our trail is a guided trail okay okay well yeah. this this is a good good place to start and then one yeah. can one can transition to the other more extreme ones so i think yeah. this must be done and it must be done first and it's quick access from the western cape if i had to drive out how many hours would it take me to get to it will take you on the N7 and it will take you about three three hours drive. But if you oh, do it like bad. me, I love road tripping. So just add a half hour to that thing. <laughs> yes, yes, we are of the same. We must be soul sisters because everything that I see on the way, I want to stop, I want to photograph, I want to experience. So yeah, add on 30 to 60 minutes more to the trip for sure. For me, perhaps 60 minutes. <laughs> Well, Audrey, I am so delighted to have chatted to you. I'm wishing you and the family all the best with Via Verata and with Papkel's Fontaine. I'm sure that you are expecting lots of people coming over the festive period. And uh, the nice thing is that this has made Papkel's Fontaine, Via Verata has made Papkel's Fontaine really a wonderful all-year-round destination because you don't need to just come for the flowers. There's a lot more. Janet, thank you. Thank you so much for all the partners that has helped us to get so far. And Northern Cape Tourism, EWT, Department um, Agriculture, and to you and to the listeners. Thank you all. A wonderful pleasure, Ari. Thank you so much. It's been great chatting to you.